there, healthy-ish friends. How are you today? You've tuned into the Body and Soul podcast with me, Felicity Harley, and today Justin Ashley joins us to discuss the next big trends in fitness. Now, he's got 20 years' experience in the fitness industry, and he is the co-founder of Sydney-based gyms called Fitness Playground. Now, if you like what you hear from Justin, my full interview is up on Extra Healthish, where we talk, well, we go deeper into the trends. Search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Justin, welcome to Healthish. How are you going today? What have you been up to this morning? Yeah, fantastic start to the morning so far. So, um, had my healthy brekkie, had my coffee and ready to kick off the day. Oh, coffee, always a must, right? <laughs> the best. Now, you've just been over to Germany and cue applause that we can actually travel again. I love this and have attended the FIBO Global Fitness. Now, this is an expo for sports, nutrition and healthy lifestyle. Why did you go all the way to Germany to experience this? Uh, it, it's amazing. It's, we've got a great conference here and expo here in Sydney. But the European one in Germany is about 10 times the size. So all of the best suppliers and fitness businesses from all over the world, in particular Europe, will all go to uh, Cologne in Germany once a year to show their stuff. So uh, for us, it's like a um, you know amusement park for fitness people. It's amazing. And what's it like when you're actually there? Is it, is, it must be a spectacle. There must be so many interesting types of people walking around and interesting things. Especially if you go to the bodybuilding, uh, you know, section, there absolutely is. There's heaps <laughs> of characters over there who just, you know, are just strutting around. Um, it's also freezing cold. So it was about five degrees when we were over there. So once we acclimatized, um, we went in and it's just really amazing to see how quickly the technologies are accelerating, particularly given that we haven't been to expos now for about three years. It's to see how much progress has been made into new technologies is really exciting for the industry. Can you talk, talk us through some key trends you picked up there? What, what's going on? I think wearables is huge, right? So we've got a lot of us have got our work bands and our Apple watches and our aura rings. So we can see our heart rate and, um, you know, we can see our heart rate. We can also figure out what can, what food we're consuming, how many steps we're taking. So wearables is a really big thing that I can see not really going away going to the next level. No, absolutely not. And that combination with wearables and big data and digital health, I think is going to be quite huge. Um, you know, I can see in the future where you'll be able to go into the gym, you'll swipe your membership card, you'll have on different type of wearable options. And then over time, you'll be able to track whether you're getting not just how many steps you're taking, but whether you're getting fitter, whether you're getting stronger um, and really how beneficial health, exercise and nutrition is um, for your body internally. So I think that's a, a huge trend that's going to continue taking off. Did you see anything else? What about something that kind of blew your mind where you thought, oh, there's no way or wow? I think AI-powered gym equipment. Oh, yeah. Tell us that about this. This is intriguing. Cool. So we, you walk over. So if you set the scene, you walk over to a piece of gym equipment and you scan your phone. The seat height adjusts to your perfect seat height automatically after you've swiped your phone. 
there's actually no no weights within the machine. It's all mechanically driven. Oh, wow. The program is preset based on your profile that you've already scanned. So if you can lift 30 kilos last week, then it's going to preset your weight to 32 kilos for this week. And then it's going to set out your program, deliver the entire program to your phone, give your personal trainer access if they want access to be able to make manipulations and then track all of your data over time. So AI-powered gym equipment is the future of gym equipment. So that, that was probably the coolest thing that we saw. Gosh, that's fascinating. So, I mean, will we still need PTs? I mean, I feel like what, do we need PTs around when we've got all this in, in front of us? Lots of gym owners will say their dream is to have robot personal trainers. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think I think there's still going to be a big need for personal trainers to be able to still oversee and um, personalize. And I really think that what, what I think we realized also through COVID was while there was a big shift to digital and virtual, I don't think anything replaces people. I think it's about the two working together. So technology can do what technology does well and people can do what they do well. And I think as a combined force, that's the best use of both. Yeah, that's a really good point. And hey, you need a motivation. You need someone yelling in your ear, keep going, keep going, don't you? That's a lot of it, right? How does how do we stack up in Australia against the rest of the world? I mean, what a you know, I, f- I feel like we've always been quite forward in in fitness and the wellness industry. Are we still you still get that vibe? Yeah, you're one hundred percent right. I think every country is really different, which is what I've discovered the most. So I started in Germany, then I went to England, then I went to Italy, and of course, returned to Australia. And the fitness businesses are really designed with the local culture and local demographic in mind. So in London, for example, a lot of your gyms are boutiques where it's just one type of class. And it's sort of, it, it kind of feels like a replacement for going to the pub. Uh, so everyone's going there with their friends. They're spending like 20 pounds per class to go wow. and do this amazing wow. workout. One of the ones that I did, um, the t- it was like a nightclub, actually like a nightclub. And people say it's like a nightclub. This was a nightclub. It was crazy. So the teacher was teaching a spin class on a platform with hydraulics on it. And the room was set over two levels. So the teacher could basically levitate between the different levels with this crazy sound system while teaching a spin class. Wow. Almost the entire audience was sort of 25 to 32, going with a group of friends after work. And that really suited that London crowd. Whereas in Germany, they had these big health clubs with lots of saunas and steam rooms and, you know, sort of um, that... Um, you know, items that the German people are used to. And their cultural, really you know, that their, um, their cult is, in, is part of their culture, isn't it? Yeah, it's part of their culture. And also you were, you were seeing in Germany a lot of what, lot of what the trends were was in virtual group fitness as opposed to instructor-led, which was the complete opposite to in London and very different to Australia. Um, and in Italy, what we saw was that there's, it's the most fragmented local business operator style so to be like a little you know nonna and and nonna running their uh you know running their gym that they've had for 30 years that closes for two three hours in the afternoon that was a big part of the market so it's really i guess what it taught us is that um the gyms themselves really need to be curated to the local demographics that was our biggest takeaway from that just quickly because we've got to go but what are you going to use or is there any influence you have brought back to you know, cement in your own wellness playgrounds and gyms? 
Yeah, for sure. I think the the biggest thing that we can do from what we learned over there um, was make sure that we continue to invest in personalized experiences. Um, I think the days of just you know showing up to the gym and jumping on a treadmill are behind us. Um, at least I hope they are. And really, it's about how do we understand you as a person and what your needs are, and then curating an experience, equipment, programming, and the entire you know end to end approach to suit your needs. Um, and I think the other part of it would be to have a bigger focus on health as opposed to aesthetics. And I know at least in our business, uh, for the first time ever, more of our members have said that they're going to the gym to feel better as opposed to look better. So I think if we can bring personalized experiences that improve health together, um, that that's the future of where I think our business is going to go. Justin, thank you so much for coming on Healthy-ish. Thanks so much. What about that AI machine? That sounds fascinating. Oh, love to try that one. I wonder when we'll get it down here. Hopefully soon. If you do want to know more about these trends, things that Justin saw over in Germany, he does go a bit deeper into it all in Extra Healthy-ish. That episode is live now. If you want more from us, just jump on bodyandsoul.com.au or, you know, follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for tuning into this chat with Justin. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.